Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We are back. My name is Bree Moore of the Bree Moore Productions podcast. And today I am here with Clover. Um, we are going to be t- speaking about black business from all aspects, from entrepreneurship to corporate. Yeah, shopping with them, being being one, shopping with them, being with them. And before I hit the the play button, rather recording button button to get things started, um, we was in deep conversation about entrepreneurship, and Clover stated that she felt like entrepreneurship is a trend. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people are kind of like, hey, it's the hot thing to do. So they don't have any real desire other than trying to make a buck. And it's like, you know, you can still hustle. You don't necessarily have to be a full-fledged, let me be an entrepreneur. Let me go get my LLC, my DBA, if they're even trying to do that. I don't think they're trying to do that. I was trying to be nice. (laughs) Yeah, we're not really nice on here. Um, (laughs) Um, I was telling Clover yesterday, I had a conversation with um, my hairstylist, shout out to Jody Joe, um, and she was speaking about one of the conversations she had with someone that's a makeup artist, and the makeup artist told her that she feel like a lot of people are doing makeup, so she's going to fall back. And Jody's response is typically my response. She told the girl, listen, if you're not passionate about it, if money is the only thing and clout money if money and clout is the only reason why you want to be a makeup artist then it's not for you period um you shouldn't be bothered by other makeup artists around you because honestly millions of other makeup artists is the reason why there's an industry what is an industry exactly if it was only one makeup artist in the world there won't be industries, you know? But that goes back to like my point about a trend because people want to start a business, but it's like they don't do kind of like the blueprint. There needs to be a million makeup artists because you might need one for your fashion show, so you need this type of look. This chick need one for a wedding. This chick need one for TV. This one needs special effects. You can't do it all. You can't and, do and it, it all. It pisses me off when people will be like, oh, what's your, de- your demo? Everybody. No. No. Marketing one-on-one. Is you have to have a target audience. When you get ready to yes. shoot, you have a target. You have something you're What's going your to target aim market? and you're going to hit. Other people can join in and you can kind of hit everyone. But if you look at it, BET, everybody watch BET, but it's black entertainment television, MTV, music, television. It's geared towards hot, hot and out, out music. What's going on now? It's millennials. It's whatever the trend is, young people. That's why it constantly changes. They change the host. That's why we were hurting. You know, it, it's they have a target audience. Now, I'm watching TV at 16. I'm now, like, in my 20s. I'm still watching it. I'm probably going to be watching my mama watch it. It is what it is. But it gears towards a, a, a detailed target. And, like I said, a lot of people aren't doing that research and that business plan before they start a business. They say, I like this. Oh, I can make money. Oh, I can get this. 
I'm gonna do this. And they start this business, and then it's like, but it's it's technically a hustle, which is cool. I'm all for a hustle, make your money. But let's be real, let's call a spade a spade and all of that. Because if you're not really trying to do your business taxes, if you don't even really know how and thought about that, like I said, if you ain't come up with an actual business plan, that's different. Like I said, back in the day, there was a whole bunch of kitchen beauticians. Everybody didn't have a salon, but we still getting our hair done. That kitchen petition was still making her money. So was a lady at the hair salon. Like, it's cool not to necessarily have a business and have a hustle and be like, hey, come to my house. I can put this makeup on your face and you can go out. Because sometimes that's what I need. I don't necessarily need a full-fledged makeup artist that's going to charge me $75 to beat my face. Yeah. I just want to go to the club and show out. Right. And I'm telling y'all this right now. Like, if you're not passionate about it, it would not last. Mm-hmm. Because the days that you don't feel like moving, which was one of those days for me, I still got up and I still had to come to my office and do what was needed for my business. So if you if you're not passionate about it, there ain't no off days. There's no off days. There's no off days you at all. More work for your business and more freaking money in your business than you will ever do working for someone else. And this is just coming from someone that don't mind necessarily working. I wish that I could find my dream job so I didn't have to start my own situation, but. It's safe. You're, you're safe when you work for somebody else. Yeah, you got absolutely. Insurance. If you're not feeling well today, I got PTO. I don't have to go in. But like, you don't clock out when you're your own business owner, and that's why it's like you really need to understand what it is to have a business and understand what an investment is. Like you're spending money, and it it could be years before you see it back. Hello, we've been in this thing since 2013. I've been producing fashion shows. We started off with fashion shows in in 2013. Uh, it's 2019 now. Every year we elevate, but uh, but, but we're <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it's crazy. 2013, like, bro. Like- I just became a full time entrepreneur last last year. I had to work for someone else because I couldn't make ends meet in the beginning process. So if you think that being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is gonna make you rich, no, don't look at TV and equate that to your life. Because actually, go go in your neighborhood, go talk to the people who own the chicken shack and these small businesses. Talk to them, like real talk, and ask them like how much money you making. They're not really bringing in that much. Sure, they have the freedom to work for themselves, which is beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous, <laughs> but they don't have the luxury of off day. They don't have, and they're, and they're not banking. And I think a lot of people think that you can bank. And I'm like, no, the if the take that out your head because only few people bank. Only few people when they decide they want to be a makeup artist become a makeup artist to the celebrities where they charge in four hundred dollars a face. Only few people do that. For the most part, you're going to be doing weddings, and that's beautiful. But you're not going to be making enough money to be like, I'm rich and vacationing in Puerto Rico. Not in the not in the first uh, two, even three years. They say five. They say at least five. Um, it done went up <laughs> uh, five to ten years. In all honesty, like you for you to, you, you have to, and you have to build relationships. Relationships do. And you have to maintain those relationships. You just can't just get out here and think that client is going to continue to come back to you. You got to follow up with them. Did you like my services? And yada, yada, yada. And then on top of that, you have to build on the experience. Some of y'all don't believe in experience. And I think that's the issue as well. Like when people come to you, don't just offer them a makeup service 
And I'm we're not just blasting the makeup artists. Please don't think no, we, we are. No, that's just an example we're using. But when people come to you, make sure they have a great experience as well. You know, that's the reason why Chick-fil-A gets a good name because you have a good experience with them. They're fast. They got an app. You can put friendly. They friendly, great customer service, great food. Y'all really discredit in entrepreneurship. Y'all be, I'm the boss and da-da-da-da. Y'all don't realize that when you're the... In a sense, you're always working for somebody because you're always trying to collect a dollar, whether it's coming from work, whether it's coming from... The, a the, client. The people, a client. So you're, you got to put in your mindset that you're working for somebody. So you have to provide that superior customer service. The only difference is when you work for a corporation... That corporation's name is on the line, yeah. not yours. Yeah. So when you when you be like, oh well, you need to know my worth. Worth has nothing to do with business. Just an FYI, let you know, college educated. It has nothing to do. Know my worth. I hate that. No. What's your market? What's your target audience? What's your demographic? How much are they paying for the same service from someone else? What's the marketing matrix on this particular item? That's how you start building, figuring out what your price point is, and then from there you build your relationships. Like Bree said, and then also Bree, I think you said something a while back about popular people want to go after these popular people and after these popular influencers and all the people in dallas who's popping but you really don't really know who's moving and shaking kim kardashian is my favorite example of this before she had sex with ray j she was in these circles <laughs> she was in these circles but no one probably gave two two craps about her the reason why they're giving her stuff now could y'all imagine if y'all caught kim before she had sex with ray j and she was true to your brand before to come up how much money you would have now Mm. But she was just kind of kicking it with Paris Hilton. But since she wasn't a household name and she was kind of only known around celebrity circles and no one really knew her, no attention. There's a lot of people in the community who are like that now where it's like you may not see them moving because they're not on social media. They're not out and about, but they making things happen. They meeting with people. They they have things popping, but you don't want to work with them or you don't want to give them anything or you don't want to do this. and You don't want to do that. And then only to find out years later, oh, well, shit, I didn't even know. And then you tell them they change up when they, when they charge you to wear they stuff now. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a shout out, but it's going to be $100 when you could have been on that bandwagon. So it's really important just to network. And when I say network, don't just say hi and bye. Build a relationship. See what they got going on. Check with them. See where their mind is at. Because the thing about potential is it, that mean, potential means that's stored. It's there. It just may not be out yet. But y'all discredit potential so much. In every fairy tale, every story, the underdog always prevails. So don't discredit people based off of what you think you need or what you want in this moment. And that's what a lot of people do. Oh, okay, I need someone that's on 50 million followers. No, micro-influencers are doing way better than these major influencers. So that chick that got 300, who's like, hey, can I be your brand ambassador? Yes. Let me give that to you. You get more sales. You're going to get more sales because of the personal relationship they have with people because people trust Knowing something that person who has 300 followers, people trust her word because they're people she knows. They're her friends, yeah. their family. So it's like, yeah, you want to go get your stuff to Malaysia, but we all know Malaysia Pargo gets paid to do this. Exactly. So it's like. And then when she put your shit on, she going to say sponsored ad. Sponsored ad. So we already know she got paid for it. Exactly. So if you're wanting that stuff, take, take a chance on that person. Like you need to have a marketing budget and all of that. And, you know, like I said, being black in business, we don't know. We don't have enough blueprints. So I totally understand. There's not enough literature out yes, there. Yes, there's not enough blueprint in our community for because everything that I've learned, I had to learn. My mama gave me 
um, a few tools. Like when I told her I wanted to create my own business, um, she told me, Brie, you need to do that. You need to do this because she was already creating her own business and freelancing her dental skills out to doctors and stuff like that. She was moving on her own. But a lot of us don't have that blueprint and that guidance for someone to simply tell them, this is what you need to do. This is what you, this is what you need to say um, in that regard. So with that being said, um, Clover also said something very important to me. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear this because we not only discredit ourselves, but we don't also put a lot of respect in um, terms when it comes to supporting black businesses. Um, she just recently, um, she just said, just hilarious. I, I seen that video. It was a while back. She already on the fire over a lot of more shit, but a while back, she um, blasted a black owned business in Baltimore about um, like not having some seasoning, or something not having again. something and, uh, it's just like it's not necessarily a black owned business issue, and that's what I want y'all to get. It's a startup. It's a it's a new business, and if you've never dealt with a startup, white, black, Puerto Rican, Asian, pink, purple, there's issues. That's how they learn. It's a startup. Businesses are not born. They're not corporations. A business, a, ba- a small business, is like a baby. It spits up. It has mistakes. It throws up, and eventually, it over time, it gets better. If you go. To the first Walt Disney, when he first said, hey, I think I want to do whatever I do for Disney. I'm going to make Disney. Mistakes, hiccups. If you go check some of your favorite YouTubers that have made it big, check some of their first videos. You will see mistakes. That's part of having a business. No business starts perfect out the womb. Yes. And we have to give credit to, um, we have to, we have to allow for them to be a small business. Yes, they are black. But because I guess you don't, you, you see, all you see is color. You're like, oh, it's because they black. Oh, no, it's because they're new and they're trying to figure it out. Uh, recently, I'm um, I'm shopping from this black owned designer um, out, out in, actually in, uh, out in Baltimore. And um, I worked that shit like two weeks ago, <laughs> no, two, three weeks ago. My shit still ain't came and I'm a little I'm a little pissed off about it. But I know it's not because she's black. It's because. She made a rookie mistake and she took too many orders at once. And she makes these clothes handmade, so it takes a little longer. My stuff should come Monday. Rookie mistake. It's like it sucks. Yes, just like Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova got so many influencers, so many uh, celebrities in their shit that their demand is super high and that people are not receiving their orders. And, you know, y'all do blast them on social media, but you y'all don't cancel them. That's the difference. Y'all cancel black-owned businesses out of one experience. Like yesterday, I went to a, um, a black-owned restaurant. It took me like thirty minutes to get my food. I didn't. I didn't complain. I was very patient. She she has a like a two-man team. It's only her and someone else fixing the food and stuff like that. But I was just like, first of all, I commend you for even taking that that step to even creating. Um, a, a type of dynamic here in the hood. Like, who the fuck am I to sit here and say, oh my God, this is just taking all day. If I would have went to Smoothie King, then I would have got my shit fast. No, I'm very patient with my people because I know because I am sitting in that position. I'm not going to always make every vendor at the closet sale happy. And, and when they have breaking borders, y'all, real talk, it wasn't... Man. So that means you need to support... 
you you really need to support. Like, because if they have a brick and mortar, that means it was not. It wasn't. That was that's 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 major to have a to have a location. Yes, it is major. And the fact that her location been broken up into twice, and she's still not giving up on you. <laughs> In words, they're not trying to give us no business loans, <laughs> and I, they don't. I don't. I don't operate out for a business loan. But we gonna um take a short break. We'll be right back. We got a shout out to our sponsors. Be right back. Okay, shout out to our sponsors. Thank you guys for listening. We are back, and we are talking about black business with Clover. What's up? What's up? So, doing our break. We came up with another situation. We got to talk about the other side as being a black business, as being, you know what? Just being a business, period. A A startup business. Um, In my opinion, if somebody write a bad review about your business on social media, I don't think you should respond. Let it ride. I mean, we're not trying to be funny. I like bad when I'm looking for stuff. Because it lets me know it's real. Ain't nowhere perfect. So it's like, if everybody's good, I feel like they're broad. Like, I feel like you paid for these reviews. But if I see a bad one in the mix, I'm like, okay, this might be actual people leaving actual reviews. Because, you know, nothing in life is perfect. And then I was telling Bree that I read this article about how to identify, uh, it was like a how to, seven ways to identify a bad hotel. And one way was to see if they were defensive or if they retaliated against bad reviews on Yelp and all of that. So that just lets you know that people are looking and that's an identifier saying it looks more, it's reflected more poorly on you than that customer. Yes. Because that customer ain't, isn't the one spending money. You're the business. You're the one that needs money. So you're retaliating. We just going to be like, oh, you petty. And it's not going to make me want to go there. Like I'm going to be like, oh, they petty. I know because I've seen so many, especially like hairstylists and makeup artists here in Dallas. And they would like literally screenshot the conversation they having back and forth with a customer and be like, watch out for this bitch because she out here doing this. And I'm like, bruh. You don't look professional. That is not professional at all. Do you y'all don't even know how many L's I've taken. And if that even not trying to be funny, is that like what 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 is uh what you call it? Uh client um uh, what's it called? Stylist client confidentiality. It is. It is like um, if you got people signing contracts, you should also abide by that contract as well. Like, don't go out and first of all, what business do you know go out and set reviews about their customers or their clients when they start doing that? That's and not you have that. It's on some back alley stylist only. But that's like industry talk. Exactly. That's what it is. Talk. That's industry talk. Like, I feel like you should only speak that way. Like. I'm only going to complain or say something about an issue. A venue or something to another. To you. Yeah. To you. I'm be like, listen. And we, okay, bet. But for the most part, like, I'm not going to get on social media and bash somebody because I didn't uh, pay the deposit and they came and we had a bad experience with each other. And yeah, I I need to let the world know that. I'm just going to take my L peacefully, quietly, and gracefully. And that's all you can do. And it says more about you because if you do retaliate, then it's like people people care more about the drama than the actual issue at this point. So now they're just invested in what happened than, oh, I need it. Someone to coordinate my fashion show. They're more interested in, oh, your drama. And so now they're trying to dig and deep that because we love it. We love drama. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that. And then also my black business owners, like we were saying earlier, customer service. If you fucked up, 
be fucked up. Take it. Own it. If you ain't got no seasoning, apologize. Offer a free coupon because that's where we mess up at. We don't necessarily want to give anything for free. For free. Recently, y'all, um, and I'll let y'all know how uh, it, it pans out, and I'll probably talk about it, but I'm not going to mention no name today. But I brought a dress off of this one brand out here in Dallas. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm very supportive. And when I ordered the dress, she told me she was putting it in the mail today. And when she got to my name, I guess she realized she didn't actually have the dress. So she emailed me and she was like, hey, I actually don't have it. I can refund you. Um, when I say my support is real, my support is real. So I was like, it's fine. I'm a, I wasn't going to wear it tomorrow anyway. So, you know, when you get it, you get it. That was a little bit of a while ago. You know, we check in with each other. She lets me know what's going on. Um, still ain't got the dress. So I talked to her like the other weekend, just checking in. And she was like, hey, um, I found this windbreaker because I asked her about another piece. Um, she was like, I found this windbreaker. I was like, cool. She was like, I can get it for you. I was like, how much? She was like, oh, nothing. She was like, I appreciate you being so supportive and cool about the dress. I'll just throw it in there. That's dope. And and that was the end of it, you know. So I'll let y'all know when I officially got both of them. But that's that's how, as a business owner, that's how you handle a situation. Yes. You can't expect the customer to be understanding, even though you offer to give your money back and all of that. You can't expect to have. You can't expect your customer to be understanding to your situation and be like, "Oh well, they wouldn't ask." No, because Louis Vuitton don't make a rookie mistakes like that. And if they do, best believe somebody's getting compensated. Mm-hmm. Like these companies do. They they have a budget. For things of this nature. Yeah, so like, it's called loss. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, let me give you this free coupon. Because either somebody going to steal something or somebody not going to pay for something. Or you're going to have an issue where you got to give out refunds. In my experience, I had my very first fashion show, Rookie in the Game. Um, I actually hired, when I tell y'all I don't spend a lot of money on photography and videos, just so my, my fashion shows are recorded properly and I can put images and, and videos on my website. So my my experience was I worked with this company, my, my very first show, and I asked them to give me the price, how much you guys want to charge me for your services. They gave me a price. I paid that. And then the fashion show happened. And a month goes by, no fashion show pictures, no videos. If y'all don't know what's going on, everybody got short attention spans. I said, hell, ain't nobody thinking about this fashion show now. It's over with. And one thing that I try my best to provide for my designers and makeup artists and models is that that image so they can put it in their portfolios. So I'm like, yo, I got to get these pictures out. At this point, I'm just like, okay, just send me the pictures so I can have it for my people that was in the in the fashion show. Nothing. So the fashion show was in April. I didn't get the pictures until August. I didn't get nothing from them until August. So at this point, August come. And she said the same thing to me. I'm putting it in the mail today. I said, okay. A week later, I said, hey, what's going on? Oh, it's in the mail. It should be coming to you soon. But two days later after that, and what y'all don't understand is the post date is on the envelope. So I know that you sent it in the mail two days prior to our conversation. Like the same day I called you and told you, hey, where is it, where is it at? It wasn't already in the mail. You had it with you. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. And this was my first and last time ever doing this. I got on social media. I blocked all their phone numbers. Well, first I had a conversation with them. Uh, we had a, a, a phone call. 
It was all three of us. It was their marketing person. It was the owner and it was the co-owner of the the business. And they was pretty much like bashing me. Like, listen, we gave you a discount. And I'm like, but I didn't ask for a discount. Y'all decided to give me a discount. Like at this point, it just say matter if I ain't got my product. Like the discount is irrelevant at this point. Like exact at this point, just say my bad, Brie. We got overwhelmed. We booked a lot of events. We put you on the back list because your fashion show was in April. We start focusing on other things. My bad. Maybe the next show will give you a discount that you are aware of. And y'all, I did not get an apology from these people. If anything, he threatened me. When he threatened me and started yelling and cussing and stuff, I hung up the phone, blocked his number. And then I got on social media and told everybody, listen, don't, don't, don't mess with these people. I sent out screenshots of text messages, all that. Because I'm like, yo. No apology. Y'all been lying this. Y'all been lying since April to June. And then the day of the fashion show, they was super late. Don't give me a discount if you're gonna give me discount services. Don't give me a discount if I ask for it. If I say how much is it, just give me your original price or what price it is. And then don't lie about you giving me a discount. You didn't give me no discount. You lying because you wanna, you know, make me feel look guilty. No. You're not because I mean. I don't care if you did this for free. You told me my pictures was gonna be too many. Exactly. Later. I need my pictures. I need my pictures. Like, exactly. Like, we right, 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 we demand every. We demand publications, publications, well known and respected publications in Dallas to give us. Um, a, we give them a two week deadline after each fashion show to produce the um the images and videos that they have. If we are demanding this from well-known and respected publications, what you think we're doing for influencers and bloggers? Yep. Run it. Like especially if I'm giving you money, like just like you said, just apologize and just say, you know what, we messed up. You know, what can being, we do? Part of being a business is like I said, your customer, that's the person paying your bills. Not trying to be rude. Let's be honest. That's the person paying your bills. You're doing this so you can get customers so that way you can make that way you don't have to go to work. That that's really what it is. That's why like I said I don't want one because I just I much rather my job deal with all of that and I just come to work, clock my 40 hours, go home. Cause people are finicky. Um, which is why like I said, I won't do a lot of things. But <laughs> it's like you need these people. So it's like you do need to have so yeah, they pissed you off. You're, you're you're you can't have personal personal feelings in a business matter. Yep. Like they cuss you out, you can't cuss them back out. Yep. Like you, you that's not good business. I was like because you're the business. That's the client. They're emotional. So it's like all these because they spending their hard earned money with yeah. you. So it's not a and people. It's like business owners nowadays have this mindset where it's like I'm the privilege. It's not a privilege for me to pay you my money. Like not trying to be funny. I need my hair done. I'm going to give you this money. If anything, I chose you. I chose you to do my hair. So you need to be grateful. And that's, I don't know where we got this like high and mighty mindset where it's like, oh, because you're good at something because you have a high skill set. I should, I should have a bad attitude. And oh, this person should be grateful that they can get booked with me. No, you should always be, you know, humbled in it and realize that, oh, wow, this person chose to pay me. The price I'm asking for, Amen. Even if they ask for a discount first, they're still going to pay me the price I ask. I'm asking for to do my hair, to do their hair. Let me come to them. So all you stylists or all you people who want to go on Facebook and be like, when you're late and this, that, and this, and 
my policy is that that's rude, tacky, and unprofessional. Yeah, I get your point. I, I do get your venting, and I do getting people to know. But that makes that makes me, and I mean, I'm not nobody, but that makes me not want to work with you because I feel like you're mean. Like now, I'm afraid that oh, because I have a child. Like oh, dang, I'm running five minutes late. Now she ain't gonna do my hair when <laughs> it probably ain't even that serious. So it's like you having these rants and all that, and then like I said, people make valid points all the time when the stylist is running late doing someone else's hair, you're not trying to compensate me. You're not trying to give me $15. Exactly. You're not taking money off my hair. And people who say, well, I do. Cool. I'm not talking about you. Shut up. <laughs> so I, I feel you on that. Um, I feel like you shouldn't rant about it on Facebook. Like, for instance, like a lot of uh, small, I, I work with local businesses on a um, consistent basis with the closet sales. And when I tell y'all that this is has this has definitely been an experience um, from people will register on the website and not pay and show up to the venue and about to sell their products and you haven't even paid the fee yet. So it's like, whoa, like, wait a minute. But instead of us like publicly putting it out there, yeah, shaming people for that, that issue, um, I just put it in my contract. Just put in your contract and call it a day. Like you don't have to like, you don't have to exclusively rant about it on your social media. If you feel like it should be this way, just put it in your contract. That's the best advice that I can give y'all. Going back to unless it's a hustle. If it's your hustle, you can go walk on people. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If that's your hustle, because it's a hustle, you can pick it up. You can put it down. If this is your business, you need to treat it like a business and and have that etiquette and like you said, contract paperwork walks. I have so many jobs that have told me if it's not documented, it didn't happen. Exactly. So it's like you gotta write it down, have it in, um, you know, have it in black and white. That way you can hold people accountable because you just never know when you you never know who you're dealing with, and um, you might be dealing with that one to take you to court. So you exactly. want to make sure you just never know. Just because a person looks like they ain't got no money or looks like they won't do it, people are always ready for a come up. So they'll be like, okay, well I'm gonna take our what people do is they wait ten years for you to pop. Could you imagine if you didn't do contract 10 years from now, somebody be like, oh, I'm going to sue you for something you did eight years ago. Girl. That's why you have paperwork from the beginning. That way can't nobody say anything, especially like dealing with, anytime you're dealing with photography and things that may not be yours. Like I think recently, not too not too long ago, Brandon Lawrence got sued for using a baby picture of his, him as a baby. He got sued by the photographer who took it. Are you serious? Because she was like, oh, I didn't sign no photo release. I didn't say you could use this for money. I didn't use this for gain. So get your photo releases. But unless, like I said, you have a hustle. It's not that We serious. got contracts with everything over here. I've learned my lesson in so many And if somebody's uncomfortable with a contract... Y'all need to work with them. I sent a contract real soon and real quick. Listen, I don't move until the contract is out there. So that person can read and be like, okay... This is what she's going to supply me. This is how it's going to happen. This is this and this is that. Other than that, I'm not moving until you sign that contract and run the deposit. Yeah, and run the deposit. And I really don't believe in deposits. Now I want the full price. I ain't mad at you. Like I said, y'all, it's just more so like if you want to be supported, support your customer and then customer support the business, but also understand that a lot of issues, and, and this is just black community, period. A lot of issues we, we own them as black issues, but they're not. They're not black they're, issues. They're not black issues. We just call them black issues. And I want us to really stop that. Like I said, I really don't want y'all getting mad at these businesses because your stuff didn't ship on time. It happens as part of a startup. I work for actually a startup. 
And there's a lot of things that change and things that don't Constant. make sense yes. and all of that. And it does suck, but it's a startup. And it's like, you just have to give that own allowance. The only difference is they pay more for their marketing. So you think it's more reputable. So therefore you allow for it. But I mean, Capri Sun had freaking fungus in it and y'all forgive Capri Sun. Y'all go on Facebook <laughs> and y'all rant, but all they do is say, oh, we're going to make 100% organic juice, which they should have been doing in the first place. And now they got the clear pouches where you can actually see what's inside the pouches. Yeah, and that's all they do. They probably send them people some free coupons. And call and it a day. So like I said, they have a whole crisis management team. They have a whole PR team. People like me who would just tell you, oh, that's what happened. Just send them a free dress or something. Like that, that's really what it is. Like there's no point of arguing. And like I said, get out your head about your worth in dealing with business because business is not emotional. Yes. It's business. My before my um my uncle passed away, we sat down and I was telling him what I was doing here in Dallas. Uh, I have a lot of family in East Texas. Probably everybody in Dallas got a lot of family in East Texas. But my uncle James told me when it comes to business, there is no emotions. The service you provide is the passion and the emotion and the love. That's the service. That's you the thing that gets you going. The business aspect of it. Mm-mm. There's there there's no there's no there's no emotion. So like I said, when you be like, I know my worth or I know this and I know that, that's not how you build a business. You don't build a business off of um, because I feel like I'm great at this because I put in 12 years in school because not trying to be funny is really about how good you are and how people like you and how you honestly your marketing is really what's important. There's people who don't go to school, Tokyo style. And your relationship with your customers. Yep. And don't discredit doing free things for free. Oh my God. Hold on. I you know what? We're going to take a break. We're going to shout out our responses. We'll be right back, but we're about to talk about that. One of the best things you can do for your business is to create a brand presence for it. With Prodevers, you can partner together to create modern, scalable websites, creative logos, and beautiful graphics to establish your brand's tone of voice and mood. Contact Prodevers today for affordable web solutions at 469-229-7585 or visit prodevers.com. Don't miss the opportunity to target your audience. Okay, so you guys, we are here with Clover and we are talking about business. We labeled this as black business because we want black people to listen to this. Please pay attention. So before we took a break, shout out to our sponsors. Thank you for the support. Um, We were talking about Free Free. Free, free, free. And honestly, y'all, I won't be where I am today if I did not give up some free services. And that's real talk. And I'm going to tell y'all this. This is my experience when giving away free services. So before I hosted my very own fashion show, um, I, I used to volunteer a lot. So I volunteered at fashion shows just to get the experience, just to see if I really wanted to be in the fashion industry before I invested more time and money into it. So I, I um, volunteered at this fashion show. I was one of the lead stylists. So um, we had to be there at 8 a.m. We did not leave that building until 2 a.m. And that was all free. The only thing I got was some pizza. No money, no dollars attached. But I looked at it as an opportunity, an opportunity to not only network with 
like-minded people, but also to gain that experience and to test myself to see if this is the industry that I need to be in. So even though I just got pizza, I still got a lot more out of it. I got photos and I still speak to the the people um, that I met. I think that was like in 2010, 2011. I still I still have a relationship with those those people. But this is the this is the key that I'm about to say. So after the fashion show, that was in the summertime. Um, I come back the next year and I reach out to her, the um, the producer of the fashion show, and say, "Hey, I want to do my own fashion show. Can you please?" Sit down with me. Let's have coffee. I pay for it. Can you please just give me the blueprint of how to coordinate a fashion show? She did that for me. And I believe she did that for me because I gave her my free services. Yeah. That's really what it's about, y'all. Like, let me break down the difference between marketing and PR. PR, your public relations, your press relations, all of that, that's free. That's all PR is. It's you hire people like me who go out and make relationships with people to get you coverage, to get you interviews, to get you, uh, to get people talking about your product for free. So when, and that's why Urban Decay, they send that, they, they always, if you watch makeup videos or make uh, YouTube, they say, oh, I got my PR package. That means they got a free package. When you go to an event, you get a, P, a press pass. That's a free pass to go to this event. Free is important because free, A, People will pay for it. People will talk about anything if you pay them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even really like freaking peanut butter that much. But I'll make you think I love it if you make it be painful. If you're paying me to tell you I like it, of course. PR is like, oh, I'm going to get you this free coverage. I'm going to get people talking about this for the nothing. Like, just because they genuinely like it. That's what it is. You need that. You need PR more than you need marketing just being real with you you need good pr more than you need marketing because without uh without without people talking about yourself genuinely if you want to go to that next level no one's going to believe it like not trying to be rude nor funny so it's like you need to when you start your business you need to have an allowance to say i'm gonna give away x amount of free stuff and i'm gonna give it to random people because like i said you never know who may not be on social media but who be in these streets you never know we're in texas this chick i used to work with her daughter-in-law her kinfolk was um, one of the the one that lives here from Basketball Wives, Brandy. Okay, that was her daughter-in-law or something like that, something really close to her family. So it's like you just never know who you're in a room with. People don't know. My uncle, he won a daytime Emmy mm. in the media uh, in St. Louis. Like, so if it's like a really dope something that he talks about, like a good story that he talks about, um, or if you're in St. Louis, that's a connect. You just never know who someone knows who someone else. You don't know who my uncle knows. Like exactly. I, so it's like you can't just discredit free. Like free is amazing, and you already have the product. Like that's the thing about it. It's like okay, you know what? I really do want to make twenty dollars a t-shirt. I want to make fifty dollars a t-shirt. You need to make sure that you are allowing for every t-shirt. You have one that you're going to give away. Tom's made their whole platform off of you buy a shoe. I'm gonna give a shoe. Mm. Like yep. think about it. Like companies. When they talk about giving stuff away, we love hearing that. It's a feel-good story. People, um, when you have a charitable donation, when people know you're doing something for the community, it makes them want to give you more. That's how people donate to you. Ellen got all this money, but Offset just gave her $15,000 because she's giving stuff away for free. So y'all want to just, oh, you got to pay. now. like talk to somebody, figure it out, cut a deal, give a discount. Y'all got it really backwards on how business works because y'all are y'all are comparing yourselves to Nike. Nike's established. 
don't compare yourself to Nike. Because in the beginning, yes, Nike was giving everything away for the free. Fashion Nova, I guarantee you. They're giving away free merchandise. Yes, to people who do not need it. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know that free is the way to go. And like I said, in these streets, you just never know who's popping. You never know who'll be popping tomorrow. The thing about going viral is it's going, it's you go viral. It's overnight success. Right. So you just never know who you might vibe with and be like, you know what? Let me go a t-shirt. You should have a free box of stuff that you're going to give away just for the low. Like, yeah. just saying like, hey, because people remember that I, at the closet sale, I'm surprised that no one has, you know what? Thanks for stopping by my booth. But we're going to incorporate that. We, that's we, we we gave a, we, listen, we, we used about to start doing giveaways well, at the closet. You do. I'm talking about like the vendors sometimes. No, I'm talking, talking about the vendors too. Yeah. I'm about to incorporate that. Yeah. I'm about to say, listen, y'all, you know, this is what we need to do. But, I, I want to go back to when you said something about going viral. Mm-hmm. So the thing about me in business, the reason why I feel like I need to have all my shit together and I need to have organization and structure before I invite anybody to my table. So before you give out, before you make all these steps, uh, steps and give out free stuff, please make sure your organization is on point. Please make sure your website is up. Please make sure people can go to your website and click and get that merchandise. Because if you don't have your things together, you go viral. You ain't going to make no money off of that. You ain't going to get nothing off of that. Period. We automatically come in business, right? And we want to pop the first day. And nothing is organized. There's no structure to your business. You don't have your own email. You don't have a, a website. You you are running your business via email. That is crazy to me. That is beyond insane. The foundation is not the skill. No. Let's let's just let me say that the foundation of a business is not the skill. That's what makes your money, but that's not the foundation of the business. Your plan. You have to build a skeleton. It's like I said, no heart, no brain, no life. You need both. So your passion, your skill, that's your heart. Your brain, that's your that's the actual business plan. Without both of them, you have nothing. That's a wrap. So you have to come in and say, hey. Let me start. Let me get this website. Even if you don't do nothing with the domain, buy that domain. Get buy that, the domain. Get that, yeah. It's cool. If you have a Gmail website, that's cool. But like she said, make sure that when you, while you're preparing for the success, people can go to your website and buy something because you would just really hate for someone to be walking down the street. I think that happened a few times with a couple of businesses where they just weren't ready for the success because they the, just, demand. the demand. You're not ready for the demand. Um, I, Shout out to Jody again. We just had this uh, conversation. She just told me yesterday that uh, Alexis Sky shouted out um, a clothing boutique, and she shouted out the wrong Instagram, and people was going to this Instagram. But then when she um, when she um, corrected herself, and people actually loved the the shirt that she had on, the girl that gave her the shirt for free, her website wasn't up. People wasn't even able to purchase the website. I mean, pur- purchase the merchandise because her website wasn't up. So what's the, you cannot solely operate off of social media or your email. Oh, like you cannot do that. You got to have your things together. And so many people tell me, Bree, you should do this. Bree, you should do that. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute. Let me get all this together. Let me get my contracts. Let me get that link on my website together. Let me make sure that when people um, register on my website or even purchase anything from my website, that everything is lined up so I could just sit back 
and be okay versus getting emails and saying, your website is not up. We only see three items on your website. Um, There's no customer service or I need help. It's like, y'all, you got to invest. You got to invest in your business. You have to make sure before you bring anybody to your table that your your stuff is together. Be ready when you start your business. I say be ready to spend two to three stacks off top. Just real talk. Like when you get serious about it. There's small things you can do in the meantime. But it's like when you get to a point like I'm still hurt about my camera. What happened to my, your camera? I mean, I still have it, but it's just I didn't want to spend that money. It was like a stack and I did not want to spend it. <laughs> I was so hurt. But it was like I need this as an investment myself because I was paying to take pictures, I mean, just for Instagram or just with other people, just, I was paying money out of my pocket and then people's prices were going up and I respect that they worked. So I feel like their prices should go up. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, but it's like, if you really kind of want to start, I mean, you already have a, a Mac. So it's like, I need to get one. So it's like, there's just certain fundamentals that you need. If you do hair, you need to have bundles on in, you need to have needles. So there's small things that you kind of have to have off top that, before you even say, hey, I'm a business, you have, like, that way you're ready. Yeah. Like, even when I, I decided to do this podcast, uh, I was like, of course, you could just record from your phone. Like, you can just hold the phone up to your mouth and just go in. But I was like, no, nah, I need a mic. need a mic. And I did my research. I was on YouTube. I was um, on Amazon reading reviews about mics and which one was the, the best one for like days before I was like, okay, we ready. So I ordered the mic. I had to wait two weeks to get the mic. And then from there, we, we've been popping. But I just could not start this podcast without the proper tools. That goes into it. Uh, like I said, I mostly deal with, like I said, PR and a little bit of like uh, brand image. Before you get into events for free, you got to pay. What? You got to pay. And um, it's not free. I mean, it's, it's not cheap. I mean, events can range from $5 to $375. Because even as a P, even dealing with PR, because of the level I'm at now, I'm not getting invites to the Met Gala. And I'm not getting into certain events that cost more for free. It's going. It's, it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming. It's coming. It's like you have to pay to get into these spaces to make these relationships, so I can meet the press, so I can meet. Hey, hey, uh, what you got? Like, cause I'm paid to have relationships. People are gonna pay me to do their PR to have, and all I do is have relationships with other people. Yeah, you're paying for me for my contacts, and like, hey, let me see if I can get you into this magazine. Let me see if I can get you into this publication. I was like, so it goes all down to the. Let me see if this blogger will write about your music, like. But it pay to pay. It, it pay to play. You got to pay to play. And that's really what it is. It's like you have to pay your dues. I mean that um, mentally. I mean that actually. Um, it's it's not it's not cheap when you want to go into business for yourself. Because, I mean, I feel like I spend so much money. And then not even just money, time. Because time is money. Time is money. And you I mean, spend like a lot said, of time. Volunteering just so I can be in certain spaces to meet certain people, to know what's going on to know this, to do that, so that way I can come in charge and say this. So, like I said, but at the same time, so when I charge, I'm not charging my worth. I'm charging because of the benefits you'll get, because what I know I can do for you, and I have this to back it up. That's all I'm saying. It's like when you set your prices, when you do anything you need to do, you need to charge accordingly. You need to, like I said, do your research in your market, see what you have to offer, not because you feel like you offer it because you are the best, hair braider or you're the best 
double dutcher photographer in your town, but based off of your market, your target audience and their need. If your target audience is girls who go to Park Avenue every Friday night, they're not probably spending $50 to $75 to get their face done. It's cool. Make your prices according if that's your target audience. Because sometimes quality over quantity, but sometimes quantity is more money. Yes, it is. And if they just really want a quick $35 face to go shake their ass on the dance floor right quick, you better do that because Mm -hmm. that's your target audience. And that's fine. Everyone is not going to be doing glamour shots. Yep. Like, just being real. Know your target. Know what you're going to charge based off of skill and clients. Off of demos. Mm-hmm. Those are numbers. That's research. That's investigation. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it, there are consultants you can hire who will tell you these things. Or you probably have a college friend that's going to school for it and need the experience. Just like my college friend, Candice. I reached out to her this this year. I said, listen, I need to do this and whoop de whoop whoop And she was like, say no more. So, you know, we got the resources. We just got to reach out. Exactly. Network. Issa Rae said the best. Network across. Across. Yes. Network, network across. across. And just because you don't see somebody oh, with oh, what you think they should have, oh, have coffee. Talk to them. They might know some stuff and it's just a matter of manifesting. Because exactly. like I said, some people's manifestation is Ooh. just different. And that's one thing I can commend you about, Bree. It's like, you don't care. This person can have one follower on Instagram. That stuff don't really matter to you. I know. I don't ask for followers. I don't care how many followers you have. Like, Bree will work with you. She'll give you stuff based off of just, hey, let me see what you're talking about. Like, let me see what you what you got going for yourself. Because I know with that mind, all you need is the opportunity. Exactly. Like I said, most people are one opportunity away from blowing up. And you don't want to get, please don't get on the bus once it takes off. Ooh. Get on it. Why is going? Like it don't hurt you. From experience, I have worked with people that got a mad following, like myself, and they they probably won't uh, promote the fashion show until the day of the event. Versus this person over here that got ten followers, they don't invited their mamas out, they invited their daddy, their baby daddy, their cousins. Listen, I had this girl. I think she had like. Probably 100 followers on IG. I was like, yeah, just come out and just invite your people. She had 30 people to show up to one of the fashion shows, the second fashion show. 30 people. She only got 100 followers. But compared to my my model that, that's popping, she probably, I don't think she brought out anybody. Low key, just letting you know, followers don't mean supporters. Mm. Followers don't mean supporters. And then know your market. Like I said, me, I'm, I don't, I, I like it. I'm not going to lie. I, I like taking pictures. I like being seen on Instagram, but I'm really a behind-the-scenes person. Yeah, me too. I'm really a behind, like, ooh, I don't really care, like, to me, like, loving hip-hop. I don't care to be none of them, but let me, who, who's doing production? Who? Who's a costume designer? Yeah, who, who's, who's doing this? Like, who did casting? Who picked y'all out? Mm-hmm. Those people I care about, and let me tell you this. They have no followers on Instagram, but they have no in the world. None like the girl that did the um that created um what is that Deadpool? She sketched out Deadpool. I love her story. She's from Texas. She moved to New York. She tried to start a magazine. It didn't work out for her. Then uh, the people, the organizers or the producers of uh, Deadpool, reach out to her so she can create the images for Deadpool. When I tell you, she got three thousand followers. On IG. Exactly. Just letting y'all know, like, there are people who, just because Jay-Z raps on the album, 
Guess who also has a Grammy? The person that mixed that album. The person that mastered that album. And guess who probably can do more for you based off of what you want to do? Because Jay-Z raps. What if you need your album mixed? Mm. You don't need to talk to Jay-Z. What if you're like, hey, I really kind of need a dope songstress. Jay-Z trying to take all the pe- all the songstress from himself and put them on Rock Nation. This cat over here who mixed and mastered this album, he could probably tell you, hey, I actually just heard about this. So you always looking at the front, but there, it, it takes a village to do everything. And sometimes... You know, you don't want the entertainer. You don't want the, the front man. And uh, you don't. You want the person. To, I want the person that pays the front man. That's just me. Mm. That's who I'm always looking who for. Who cutting the check? Who cutting the check? I, I could care less about anyone on Love & Hip Hop. Who is the one that's like, here's your check. That's the person I want to know. I'm the same way. You know what's funny that you said that? I do a lot of research, too. And, um... You know, it was a brand out here that shouted out Erica Badu for wearing their shoes. But instead of me going to Erica Badu page, they also shouted out the person that put them together. Like, oh, shout out to so and so for us to even know Erica Badu. I clicked on his page so quick. Oh, I need to know you. Um, now we friends on IG, and now we also friends on Facebook. I just shot him a message last week. He responded. That's the people we need to know. Like. The people that's standing next to those artists that that's actually re- um, wearing many, many hats for them artists. Like, y'all just shoot y'all shot at the artists. They busy. They the performers. They got to the rehearsal. Where exactly. the person next to them has almost just as much influence because the issue is not because they know people, too. They can get sales, too. And they probably wear your stuff for free. Just thank you for thinking about me. Yeah. Like y'all business owners, when y'all want to give um I heard something wise the other day. When you want to go give a celebrity something, if that person got a wife, make sure you get something to that wife too. Make sure you throw something in there for that kid. That's gonna make you stand out opposed to hey man, here you go, I got these for you. They get stuff for them all the time. It ain't memorable. And then on top of that, I just had this discussion with somebody um recently. I said everybody can't be president. That's the reason why the president have a cabinet. You might not be able to influence the president but you might be able to influence the people on their team. Like somebody can reach out to Clover and say, hey, can you shoot this to Bree? I can't get in touch with her. Clover comes to me and say, listen, this person is dope. Whoop the whoop. I think we should check them out. I'm going to trust that because I trust Clover. Been working with Clover for three three years, going on four. I'm going to trust whatever she say. Okay, cool. Bring them in. That's how it is. Y'all don't want to network across. Y'all want to shoot y'all shot to the people that's already in position. But you gotta, you cannot forget about those that's really working behind the scenes. Yep. That's and, key. And the thing about Bree is she got her own business she worried about. So Bree may not be able to take you, but shoot, guess what? Guess what else I know? I know another fashion show producer that might be able to do this. Mm. So it's like, oh well, dang, she knows she knows this person. Or I'll be like, oh, you know what? That don't really fit her style, but I do know this person. How about this? That's what you want. And that's like I said, so you can't discredit anybody on the team because they're not the face or they're not the forefront because a lot of the time people don't want to be the forefront. I really don't want to like, be the face. That's why I had to eat. I deleted all my images from Bremore Productions because it's bigger than me. So I just don't want to be there. Yeah. Being the face is, is, is rough. And like I said, you just never know who somebody knows. Cause y'all like there's so much going on in Dallas. And like I said, everyday people they look like everyday people and it's like they are everyday people but y'all are so big on let me get to the top now because a real boss is gonna make sure they foundation good and so it's like people remember how you treated them and it's like you the last thing you want is to not know that so-and-so works for so-and-so no 
the last thing you want is for someone not to know that I work for Brie and they treat me like shit. And then Brie brings them in for a meeting. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, they were nice, but they kind of can be a little rude. You don't you don't want that type of energy. You always want your name to be spoken positively about. So you, you got to make sure you're always putting out good so you can receive good. And you know what? Like I said, play the game. You can't you don't always have to see, shoot three pointers. You can pass the ball. Oh. Preach, but the we. Whole point is to oh, win. That's oh, the point. The uh, point is that we win the game. Yes, yes, amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We're gonna wrap this up, Clover. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and giving me your voice. I'm very excited about this. Um, I think the podcast is definitely needed, not only in Dallas, but period. Um, please continue to listen. To find out more information about Breemore Productions, go to our website, www.breemore.com. Go follow Clover. Yo, I'm at That Crazy Creative online. I got uh, on IG, Clover Marie on Facebook. And I got some things coming soon. You got a Twitter? I don't like Twitter. I'm going to get on Twitter. Oh, but I'm going to get on it for uh, the new thing I'm starting. Okay. So, well, y'all leave a message, please. Y'all can call us and leave a message and tell us how you feel about this this topic. Um, we love all businesses, black businesses, local businesses, or whatever. To find out more um, about the next Plaza sale, you can go to Breemore Productions' uh, website as well. That's Um, Thank you guys for listening. We out. Bye. Peace.